This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is... You win? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The pensioners are back, but with no walking sticks in sight. Oh! <laughs> They're carefree, wherever they may be. They're the famous CFC. Blue is their colour, and football is their game. If you come to Stamford Bridge, you'll remember their name. It's the Chelsea Fancast on Love Sport, with seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds. Beer and Love Spark Radio 5580M. Big up the man. Big up the Clayton Beer man. Good evening. Shout out to the Stamford Chich. Hello. Shout out to the Jonathan Kiddo. Kiddo, Kiddo, Kiddo. Him turn up late, me no think he coming. Me think we got a two on two. Are we allowed to do this, voice? I have no idea, but uh, <laughs> it could be against Ofcom rules. So good evening. <laughs> This is Love Sport Radio. That's a lot better. Thank Hello. you. Hello. Good evening. Hello. Hello, chaps. Good and do you know what? Can I just say that tweet you tagged me in earlier? Uh, I think you tagged all of us in actually. To be fair, you know, it actually just made my day. <laughs> and do you know? Do you know what else popped up? A, a clip today of Dick Emery. <laughs> it was someone, and all I can remember is him. Well, the Arsenal going, manager. Yeah, just just going. You know, the new Arsenal manager, Dick Emery. I'm just like, yeah. And, and it just a clip of him popped up on Twitter, and I was just like, "That's brilliant!" Yeah. Was it him dressed as? Uh, no, he he was he was, was just Dick Emery. Was I'll, I'll find it, and I. You've had a rather fetching haircut. Haven't you? Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> James Gray, the man with the Lego hair, turned around and said that I uh, I'd been gone out with a lawnmower. I think that's very harsh. No, no, a fly, a fly mo maybe, yeah, but not a lawnmower. Is a fly mo a lawnmower? <sighs> they, they well, make... no, it's a fly mo. No, it's just a brand, isn't it? It's a brand of Lawnmower. Okay. Anyway, good evening. This is Love Sport Radio with your London football franchise. Tonight we have a 
the night of all nights, the meeting of all meetings. I don't know why I've done that in a Welsh accent. Well, that's I'm better just, than the other one you were using earlier. I'm just earlier. trying to get a bit of emotion into it. <laughs> it's a preview. It's a big, big one tomorrow. It's a lunchtime kickoff. Oh, it's yeah, I forgot you supported them. <laughs> yeah, you? it's very very difficult to work out who's... With, 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 with the really, big United yeah, logo yeah, on, yeah. On, on the chest, yeah. Uh, Chelsea versus Manchester United. We are going to be going for it tonight. Uh, we've got plenty on the way. Don Firefield joins us in the next section of the programme. Chris Barnett uh, comes on to talk to, about the uh, Bobby Tambin film. And we're joined by Mickey Thomas as well. Yes. What a man. Legend. What a man. Mickey Legend. Thomas uh, with us. But... Um, yeah, plenty on the way. Do give us a call this evening, wherever you are in the world. Paddy is outside uh, taking calls tonight. 0208 7020 558 is the number to call. It's at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. We're seeing a very fetching uh, Jose Moreno. He looks quite fresh, doesn't he? He looks no, like he's been on no, a bit no, of a holiday. No, 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 no. I'm not having that. Look no? at the bags under his eyes, mate. Huge. Need, need, needs a new uh, like, surgeon, like a, a couple of sacks of potatoes under needs his a eyes. a new surgeon. Mate. Yeah. I wrote a blog about him this week. I'm Did worried you? about him. I told you. I've been saying Did this you? for weeks. Weeks and weeks and weeks. And you I need think to, You need a year off. I think so. I think we can help him on his way on uh, Saturday. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, I, I'm still sort of pondering the question. Will he be sacked if United lose? And I just don't know. No. I think it's dependent on the score. No. I yeah. think if it's 4-0, if it's embarrassing... No. You still don't think you'll... No. 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 You're not. You're not that sort of club. Uh, well, <laughs> you're not that. Sort binned of off Moisey easy enough. After we got topped by Everton, ah, we binned off Moisey after being beaten oh, by yes, Everton. Yes, yes. So it's ah. relevant, isn't it? Yeah. Are you, I get the impression you wouldn't mind if he went actually, because there's you know a certain what? demonic look in your do eyes. You know, when do you, you know talk what? I, I, I don't know who we'd get. I don't know who else no, is but out this there. This is one of the major problems, and, and isn't it? Who is indeed out there? But I tell you, who's out there? Cool. Sean Dyche. <laughs> no. Big Sam Antonio Antonio Paddy was just like Conte Can't tell him Conte I was like, oh, So yeah Conte is, is out pa- there Is Pardew employed at the moment? Alan Kerbishley is available Alan Ker- He is I he know is I know Harry Bassett Oh what a man yeah. Or Harry what a man. Harry Bellison Steve Coppel Yeah Yeah God whatever happened to Steve Coppel Paul Jewell and this donkey leather jacket. Yeah. There's a whole load out there. Don't da- David O'Leary. Yeah. Da- oh, I saw him the other day. Did you? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I saw him at the Arsenal game, walking down after they'd lost with a group of uh, rather efficient, official, efficient, official-looking, uh, <laughs> effluent-looking men. Effluent. Effluent. Where was this? Any more words with two Fs in it, Johnson? Um, yeah. <laughs> where was this? This was at the bridge after the, the game. Uh, he walked the down the corridor uh, just uh, where the uh, the store is. And I thought, oh, it's David Because the last time I remember seeing him was, was when was he, he did that terrible thing to Didier Deschamps when after the nil-nil draw. Remember the nil-nil draw where they only had nine men and they just kept trying. Oh, We've only God, got nine yeah. men. And he went up at the end of the game to shake hands with Didier Deschamps and as he went because this is what you could see from the uh, from Aussies from the advantage point that I have and uh, he went up to him and he went to shake his hand and then he pulled his hand away this is the manager of the of Leeds at the time oh you've told and me about it yeah, and yeah. thumbs his nose yeah, at him yeah think goes, very mature yeah, very mature more wasn't ma- it more managers should, should do, do that, that more yeah. often <laughs> surprised that Jose never did that with Arson. yeah you'd have thought yeah. I'm surprised you didn't do that to the camera yeah. the other day yeah. Jose and saying yeah. instead of swearing as yeah. he did I mean allegedly do you know what uh, he definitely did. I don't think you can say allegedly. It was straight to camera. We he all mouthed. saw it. He mouthed. Yeah, mm. but, you know. I mean, I don't know what the hand gesture... Someone else is making someone up about the hand gesture. Oh, is there a hand gesture? Uh, pa- apparently, he, he goes like this. 
Oh, he does that as well. Yeah. What does that mean? Mourinho. It, it, yeah. It means that everybody Pulse watching Paul Scholes. Everybody we're watching is is no. is strangely devoid of. Um, I can't really say it on radio, can I? I'll well, be done. I'll be done. No, it's, yeah. it's apparently, and I, f- I finally found it out. I th- it was in the Sun or something, some reputable newspaper. It must but be true. anyway, apparently, it's a dig at Paul Skulls, who of course has become his arch critic. Uh, I thought and, I thought you were talking about that article uh, yesterday about the uh, finger sizes no, and, and no, homosexuality. No, but Paul, Paul Skulls, uh, as we know, infamously uh, did a Peter Beardsley or revealed himself, unfortunately, playing football, and that's what did he? Is. Yes. I think he's questioning the size of his, uh, <coughs> you know what. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm only quoting what's in the paper. Of his what? Of his, you know what. I don't. I don't know what. His um, appendage. appendage. His John ah, Thomas appendage. Oh his yes, John yes, his, uh, yes. His just, just going going back to David yeah. O'Leary. Um, his winkle. Yeah. He's Targer. Going back to David O'Leary. Targer. That's Targer. I'll just say that word. I'm on the last one. No, probably yeah. not. Um, yeah, going back to David O'Leary. <laughs> I don't actually know what he, he looks like anymore because the last time I saw him, he was manager of Aston Villa, and he just sounded like a you know a pub landlord just trying to calm everyone down. Just like you know, uh, you know, the, la- the lads did really, the lads well. did really well. But yeah. you know, Joe, uh, Juan Pablo Angel, you know, great player. Yeah. And then you know, Doug Ellis beheaded him. God rest his soul, by the way. Doug <laughs> yeah, Ellis passed away yeah, the other week. Deadly Doug. Deadly Doug. He got a very good press, didn't he? Bless him. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, surprised, bless him. Yeah. Actually, came yeah. across as a really nice bloke. Actually. Yeah. Came across yeah, as a yeah, nice All the obits were yeah. really nice yeah, about him. Were, I thought they, they were. were. He'd been painted slightly as he, a kind of he was villain. A real, he was a real football man, and he loved yeah. Aston Villa, and he loved football. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. think that's and that he, he earned a lot, a lot of respect. Yeah. But I mean, he, if you look at the transformation, sorry. at sorry, yeah. the transformation, you know, Aston Villa in the nineties, yeah. they were a force, man. They were. Look, a force. look what happened to them after he sold them. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Well, they had a few good years. They did, but he he stopped putting his money in around the two thousands. Brought in, you know. David O'Leary and they just really struggled and then you know Randy Lerner come in they got some money they looked really good and then Randy Owner stopped putting his money Chidge you were going to say about Edley Dunn no it's it's the moment has passed Aaron the moment has passed it's okay no no it's okay sorry mate yeah plenty more chat on the way this evening Uh, we've got Mickey Thomas lined up we've got your Millwall fan shirt and nine we're looking at Chelsea Man United but next we're hopefully going to be talking to Dom Fifield uh, who's going to be giving us the press conference report and this is my favourite part of the show you Mm. know that because you're talking to a professional yeah yeah, yeah. and, <laughs> and i can ask my favorite question and we're not speaking huh? is that it when you interview no you he doesn't mean you're not speaking like you've fallen out he means we don't say anything when dom's talking that's what he means. Yeah, exactly well yeah. Yeah. yeah we can do that next okay okay the fans show on love sport with 7otb.com predict seven to net a million love sport 558 a.m Love sport. I work for a spokesman said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. It's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Gray. I slipped off to the museum and when I got there, I lit. He said, Where have you been? And I said, uh, I, uh, I've been down the red light district. He said, Oh, that's all right. And I thought it'd be better to say I've been down the red light district than just tell him I've been to the Museum of Modern Art. So I just get much less stick, which I did, so it worked. It's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Gray. Join the pack weekdays from 3 pm on Love Sport. This is Love Sport. 
Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Friday night feeling. Do you know what? Everyone is really loving the tunes these days. Do you like the tunes? Yes, good. This it sounds a bit like um, "Don't Fear the Reaper" by Blue Oyster Cult. No, it's Robin Schultz. Pardon? Robin Schultz. Didn't he do Charlie Brown and Snoopy? I have no idea. Yeah, this is Robin Schultz. That was just Schultz. It's clearly since the 1990s, (laughs) so I have no idea what it is. Yeah. Uh, it's Banana Rama. Anyway, um, let's talk press conference. Yes. Of course, Maurizio Sarri was in session this afternoon. Yeah. And uh, a lot of the chat was on Eden Hazard. Well, it was, I, you know, just to preface it, actually, I, I, I watched it. Um, and I don't often get the chance to watch them usually, but I did today. And, and I just thought, what a lovely, gentle, avuncular chap Maurizio Sarri is. And, and I, I, listening to the, the journalist questions, it, it's, in a sense, it, it's, it's basically like poke the bear. You know, they, remember Bill Grundy and the Sex Pistols? I remember You know, that well. interview where he basically goaded them into saying something. Well, in a sense, it, that's how it comes across. The journalists are asking these questions, so he'll say something naughty or controversial. But he's too old and wise for that. And he just gave it a lovely straight bat. He really, really did. Yeah, let's get the uh, the lowdown from the press conference. Dominic Fifield joins us. Now, Dom, the question I used to ask last season, what was his vibe today? What was Sarri's vibe? Um, I think his... How best to describe his vibe? He's been painfully realistic about everything since he came in. and Painfully is probably not a bit unfair. He, he has... He, he won't... He's not talking up Chelsea's chances, so... The theme of today's press conference developed into uh, how how Jose Mourinho has been there, done it, achieved everything in the game, and how Maurizio Sarri, in comparison, is is sort of stepping out on this journey at a big club now, in, in the hope of, of of coming close to emulating what Mourinho achieved. Mm. Um, but that that came across, and he's quite humble, quite humble in his approach to. Uh, to us and, and and his public utterances, uh, there was there was it was an interesting press conference today because he, he I, I know I know everybody thinks that journalists want just controver- controversy and controversial answers, <laughs> but we're quite happy with with any kind of, of of good interesting line from a press conference. And Sari's lines may be brief; he doesn't have a, a vast vocabulary yet in England, which is English, which is quite understandable. Um, but that he's always interesting, mm. and I thought some of the stuff he came out with today was 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 along those lines, pretty fascinating. Whether it was Eden Hazard, whether it was um, 
Jose Mourinho in itself, whether it was Andreas Christensen. I thought he, he came across very, very well indeed. Hi, Dom. It's Chidge here. Thanks for coming Chidge, on tonight. Yes, no my, my barb obviously wasn't uh, aimed at a, a wonderfully <laughs> serious and respectable writer like yourself, but uh, maybe some of the lesser ones. I don't know. I mean, one thing, one thing I did notice, actually, um, was that when he was talking about Mourinho, and I thought it was quite pointed uh, when, when he said that he has to respect him, but so do you. Do you think that was a yeah. bit of a dig aimed at the press? Yeah, definitely, mm. absolutely. Um, that, that 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 wasn't a surprise. I, mean, I would say that the, the, you guys get to see the and, and listen to the, yeah. the broadcast press yeah. conference. Um, we, we then go off and do ten fifteen minutes of our of our own, which in, in today's case was completely dominated with with Mourinho chat, but but also quite interesting in in how Sari views Jose and 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 Jose's career. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. That that was a that was a little pop at what he considers to be disrespectful, and in terms of the coverage of of Manchester United's campaign today. But but even he was at a loss as to explain why United have been struggling, and they have been struggling. And and anyone who's who's who watched Chelsea in 2015 um, will will see similarities yeah. and with what's happening at Old Trafford now to what happened at Stamford Bridge. So. I mean, sorry, didn't he? He he doesn't know the ins and outs. I don't think of of what happened with with Jose at Chelsea second time round in the end. Um, so if he's looking at it, he just sees this criticism of of a great manager, yeah. a manager who's won the Premier League three times. Um, then I can quite understand why he thinks it's disrespectful. But but I think I think there's a there's a case to be made there. I mean, it's particularly point pertinent perhaps for Chelsea supporters because I mean, you know, for example, I, I you know, there's a lot of things that he's said and done about us which has been quite poisonous and would make you want to say, well, don't ever darken our door again. But we can't, Dom, because you know, if you look at what he did for the club and all of the success he brought us and and the fact that that success certainly outlasted his first tenure for many many years i genuinely don't wish him ill at all um but on the other hand i i I have some sympathy for him because i I think i think he's under so much pressure and stress at the moment i actually think if he gets fired if we if we thump them tomorrow and he gets fired it might be a blessing in disguise because he looks like a man who needs to have a break from the game yeah he he, he looks Increasingly, like he did in that autumn, late, mm. late autumn, early winter of 2015. Um, and you're right; you do. You end up worrying about the health, really, of, of the person yeah. involved. It, and that isn't the that isn't the criticism from the media necessarily. That's, that's the pressure he puts on himself and yeah. the exasperation he's feeling himself about how he's not able to turn this round. He was exasperated at Chelsea. He didn't know how to arrest that decline in 2015, and I. It's still early days in terms of Manchester United unravelling, but the signs are there. Um, he's, he's fighting battles left, right, and centre, and even with some of his star players. But look, I, I, I agree with you in, in terms of, of how Mourinho should be viewed by, by Chelsea supporters. I think the vast majority mm. still cherish everything he did at, at Stamford Bridge, and, and, and quite rightly so. Uh, the, the, the criticism that he got. It seemed to me, you know, with the little charts, there were a few pockets of of acrimonious noises coming from the right of the press box in the in the east stand. Uh, just oh yeah, the, yeah, the I remember. Yeah, I, I I don't think it's widespread. No. I think it's just a few people who who are possibly quite young, may I say, yeah. who maybe yeah. don't remember what he did for them uh, for that for that club and um, the mid noughties uh, I think you know, twenty years time. 
people will look back at, on Mourinho and, and just remember the good times and mm. what he achieved for the club, which is really what he should be remembered for. Tom, Tom, it's Clayton here. Uh, uh, good, good to speak to you. I'm, I'm interested in... Um, he was talking about a couple of players today. Uh, I didn't see the press conference, so I don't know the context. Um, the first of which is the enigma that is Morata. Um, and then he was asked about the, the Christensen thing, which yeah. uh, his dad's obviously um, spouting off again. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what was his general demeanour when he was talking about those those two players? Well, Christensen's the easier one to deal with because I didn't get the impression that Maurizio Sarri knew that Christensen's father was also his agent. All right. uh, <laughs> okay. He, he, okay. He just thought his dad had, had mouthed off in the press. <laughs> okay. He was laughing <laughs> off it and, and didn't 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 really grasp the significance of it. Okay. Um, but look, he, he said that Andreas has has got a lot of talent and he's he's actually featured in the last three matches. Um there will be he fits his, his type, he's a ball playing centre half, he'll be able to move the ball quickly in the Sari mould and, and you know, you, you can see him eventually getting into this into this Chelsea first team. Uh, you know, if something happens to to one of David Luiz and Antonio Rudiger. Um with Morata well, I mean what was he supposed to say really? He, he's not gonna it's too early to be talking about January windows. I find it astonishing if Chelsea were to part with Morata in mid-season anyway, because I don't see how they'd necessarily get a, a quality replacement in um, in January. Um, so he just he backs him. He scored in his last two games for Chelsea. Um, I know his performances haven't been particularly impressive, um, particularly the one against Vidi in, in the Europa League. But look, he scored the goal. The won the match. He, he 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 did well against Southampton when he when he came on relatively, and he, he's just having to rebuild the fellas' comfort, confidence. Really, um, it's, I think it's pretty clear now that his favourite front three is Eden Hazard, Olivier Giroud, and William, possibly marginally ahead of Pedro. So Morata is backup, but he's not a bad backup to have to throw on late in a game if you you know to run against tired defenders. I don't think that's, that's necessarily the worst thing in the world. So. He's not going to be critical of him. He, he, was, he backed him and said, you know, he's, he's got a lot of talent and he's training, trained brilliantly for the last three days. So a lot of positives to be taken out of the international break for him. Yeah, Dom, um, any other any other comments just uh, before we uh, head to a break ahead of that one? Anything uh, interesting that we should pick up on? Well, one thing we should mention... Um, and what, again, he was, this is what we'd expect him to say, but it was nice to see him supporting Carney and, and some of the, the, the disgusting, as he, as he put it, comments on, on Instagram uh, following her, her winning penalty against Fiorentina midweek, the abuse that she's been subjected to, the, the, the Chelsea ladies midfielder and captain. Um, and it was nice to see Maurizio Sarri backing you know, the club player on that. Um, I think that, you know, we'd echo... No sentiments, anyone with any sense would. Mm. Um, but I, I, I thought that was, I thought it was a nice touch um, from him. He gave a, a good answer. He'd actually watched that game against Fiorentina midweek as well. Was he, was he actually asked a question, or did he just put forward? Yeah, a, no, he was asked. He okay. was asked about okay. it. He, yeah. I think I suspect that I think his ITV asked him about it. Yeah. But he, he, look, I can, I can think of other Premier League managers who, who might have been blissfully unaware of that. Yeah. Um, and I know he, he, I'm sure he, he was aware even before the club briefed him that the possibility of a question being put up and I thought that was, I thought that, that was a credit to him to address that subject and, and echoed out you know how we all how we all feel absolutely and the, and the other the other things were really the I suppose the injuries you could look at it sounds as if 
Yeah. And Rudiger will be fine, um, which is good news. But slightly disappointing to hear that, that Barkley came back uh, from Spain with a, carrying an injury, which sounds like it's going to rule him out of the, the game um, tomorrow, which is a shame because he, I was in Seville with England and that pass he put over for the third goal was absolutely sublime. And, and the type of pass you want to see Ross Barkley putting in for Chelsea... Um, you can just imagine the runners breaking from deep and him supplying them with that type of clip little pass over defenders. Um, so that's untimely for him to suddenly be out. I mean, Kovacic should be fit again uh, to come back into the team. I think he missed Southampton, didn't he? But, uh, so they've got cover in that respect. But you just want to see the English... Well, personally, I want to see the English lads of Chelsea doing well in the team. And it doesn't look as if we're going to see Ruben Loftus-Cheek anytime soon. And now to see Ross Barkley succumbing to a niggling injury is annoying uh, more than anything and the fact that he's fit and firing for the game on Thursday against Arte Borisov and, and can yeah. and can you know show that, that some of the form he showed for England certainly uh, Dom stick with us because after a short pause I'm sure the chaps have a, a couple more closing questions for you Dominic Firefield joining us here on Love Sport Radio we'll be back shortly The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com predict 7 results win 7 figures Love Sport Radio, the station giving fans a voice. When looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance, Jim went on the spokesmansaid.com and saved hundreds. I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to a spokesman said, best thing I could have done. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple to use app, visit 7bestbets.com As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. If you're in business, I bet you hate wasting money. We Do Taxi Tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure. Our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time. So your message has the greatest potential for making an impact. We Do Taxi Tops. Visit WEDOOH.com. We Do. The smarter, quicker way of advertising in London. Supporting London businesses of all sizes. Look, 50% off bed sheets and these towels. Why is everything floral? Because she likes flowers. Who? Mum. She's staying with us until her extension's built. Are you joking? I told you last week. You didn't. With up to 70% off big brands, 20 restaurants and a nine-screen cinema, you're guaranteed to get more than you bargained for at London Designer Outlet. Savings for all the family? Hello, LDO. Find us in Wembley Park. See website for details. Savings on RRP. It's only for three months. Love Sport. Love Sport. With 7OTV.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Yeah, this is Love Sport Radio, joined by the Guardians, Dom Fifield. Dom, uh, I hear uh, Jonathan has a question for you. 
Uh, Dom, it's Jonathan Kidd. Uh, do you think that Sarri could play without Giroud and Morata and play uh, three up front? One of they'd all be uh, William Hazard and Pedro. Do you think that's a possibility? As he as he, well, as he did with Mertens at uh, at Napoli. Exactly. He's got history for it. He did it. He did it at Napoli. Um, the only thing I'd say that, that I mean, look, it's something that we, we've sort of been waiting for him to do particularly when Giroud was, wasn't in the team at the start of the season and Murata was clearly struggling. Um, the only thing I'd, I'd sort of be slightly wary of is Eden Hazard clearly did not enjoy playing as a nine, a false nine, whatever you want to I call it. I think it's when the ball was booted up to him all the time, it, wasn't yeah, it? In the air. That. And, <laughs> and, and they clearly wouldn't be doing that. They yeah, would yeah. Be, I mean, although that is actually... I mean, they have that option with Giroud. They, they actually have the option yeah. to go more direct with, with him. Um, he's such a trier. He really does go for those balls. He really absolutely. makes such and an effort. I think he's, uh, I think he's unsung and I, 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 he's, he's somebody that, that, will, that will do a good job for Chelsea. He may not score as many goals as you know, you'd like your, your centre-forward to, to score, but, but he will bring others into play. He's very selfless. He, he's, a, he's a real trier. As with France, um, and he's of course. Got, yeah. And he's a World Cup winner as well, yeah. so he's not bad. <laughs> for the price you pay for him as well, that's, that's, that's not bad business going. Uh, Dom, you know, we should kind of finish really by talking about Hazard, who inevitably mm. uh, came up in the, in the press. I think it kicked off with it, didn't it? I mean, no surprise for Sarri to say how fantastic he is, but I, I thought it was particularly interesting and pointed that he, he, he kind of made that point, didn't he? That Hazard could win the Ballon d'Or at Chelsea. And, uh, and, I, and I thought it was quite funny that he, he, he just laughed at the comments that Calderon had made about Hazard being a slave. <laughs> Um, but I mean, do you, do you, I mean, there have been a few rumours kicking around this week about the fact that he might well sign the contract, and there was a lovely little interview where he was saying how much he loved us and the rest of it. I mean, do you think it's becoming more of a possibility that Hazard might stay, or do you still think he could well be off in the summer? Um, I've, I've been somebody who's always expected him to stay. Mm. If I'm honest, um, I, I was taken aback. I was at the again the third place playoff in in Russia, in St. Petersburg, where he came out with his comments post-match about you know, maybe this is the time to leave. Um, that surprised me. Uh, I, I think um, he, he, whenever I've seen him, when I've seen him in Cobham even, um, you know, pushing his kids around in the in the, in the waitrose down there in central Cobham. He's, he's, <laughs> As you do. He just looks happy. I mean, I only go there for coffee, I should be saying. But, um, but he, the he free coffee, Don? Happy to, yeah, well, absolutely. Don't, don't advertise it. <laughs> but he's, he, does, he doesn't look like somebody that, that, that's agitating to, to go and yeah. live life in a different city. He, he looks genuinely mm. at ease and at home uh, where, he, where he's living. He's, we're told he's a, he's, a, he's a family man. He's, he's ambitious, yes. Sarri's made his point is valid. Mm. I mean, Real Madrid. It'll be interesting to see how they do this season in the sort of first post post Ronaldo year. They're obviously struggling at the moment. It sort of feels that they're a bit of a holding pattern, certainly in terms of the coach there as well. Um, uh, you know, he, he may have more of an opportunity to secure the silverware he wants. Um, and the Ballon d'Or that he so craves at Chelsea it is a possibility, and, and, and particularly given that he's liberated under Sarri. He's, this is the perfect manager for him, somebody mm. who will completely indulge him and allow him to do what he does best. And I, I think it was telling, today was the start of a charm offensive um, from, from Chelsea. We've, we've had, I think Bruce Buck did an interview in the week saying that, you know, how important 
Chelsea is, but but for, for, for Hazard is for Chelsea. But for Sari to come out and say, look, that blatantly, you know, he can win the Ballon d'Or. He doesn't need to get to Spain. He doesn't. He, I mean, that that in itself, I think, was an indication of the way things are going. And the club will continue pushing this line, and in the hope that that, that Hazard eventually realizes that. Actually, the grass isn't always greener. Uh, this is a good place for me to be. It's a good career. I'm happy. I'm settled. I'm about, I could sign the, the, the best contract in the club's history, earning a fantastic salary. Um, my, my family are happy here. Why not stay? And, uh, and the of course, if Conte going, goes to Real Madrid, then that's the end of that, isn't uh, it? Yeah, well, there's, there's, yeah, well, there you go. That, 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 that's, that is interesting, what happens next at Real Madrid as well, because even though he said, when he was on with Belgium this week, that he w- he wouldn't mind working under Mourinho again. I think, given the choice, he'd prefer to work under Sarri. Um, well, he's in his and, element and completely, isn't he? Oh, it's um, it's perfect, perfect, absolutely perfect. Absolutely yes. perfect. Absolutely perfect. And I, I'd I'd say that it's seventy thirty that he he stays and eventually signs a contract. The only thing that that slightly baffles me is that we've heard for about eighteen months. Um, that Chelsea are going to offer him this 300 grand a week contract. And we, and we know that Azar doesn't have an, an agent. There's no conventional route into negotiations there. He has, the, he has his lawyer and, and the player himself who does the discussions. But, but I don't understand why that, that offer has not been formalised yet. Why have Chelsea not come forward and actually put that contract on the table and say, there you go, there's your 300 grand a week, let's, 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 let's sign this, let's do this. Because all we hear is the noises around it, are that we want him to stay, we want... We want Wanting to become the best player in our history, but why is the contract formally not there? And, he, and Hazard confirmed before the international break that he hasn't actually had the formal offer as yet, and that baffles me. I don't understand that at all. It seems, well, strange. Maybe they're waiting for a director of football. I don't know. Uh, there, there, there's, there's something, the club there's something not sold. quite right about that element. Yeah, well, let's hope not but on that front. I mean, that would be that would be a bigger story uh, than even Hazard if the club had to be sold. I'd I'd love to see I'd love to see uh, Hazard at United. You know, with, oh, under Mourinho. Well, you will do later in the season. As, yeah, at, 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 at United with Mourinho playing at left back, it'll be absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Dominic Firefield, you're a gentleman. Thank you very yeah, much for thanks, taking Tom, time out thanks, on this Austin. Friday night to join us. Seven thirty-three across you, the right, capital. Uh, we all do actually. We we're just saying. I get the Guardian. I love it. Top notch. Yeah. Top 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 notch. Keep doing what you're doing. On because you, you are uh, you're a craftsman. One of the best. You're a craftsman. Yet yeah, 7:34 across the capital. It's Friday night. This is your Chelsea fan show. It's Love Sport Radio. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven to net a million. 558 AM. Love Sport. It's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Gray. But obviously, you've not got kids. You don't understand that. And then why would you? Yeah. And it's not relevant. Yeah. But if he's missing that, and the thing is, he doesn't. They they only are at that sort of age for a little while. Mm. And it's very soon they become manipulative, cynical, horrible (laughs) little people (laughs) who contrive in any way possible with blackmail emotionally, physically, and everything to get whatever they want. They are the, the worst sort of or best negotiators in the world because they are totally unscrupulous. They're immoral. <laughs> it's the Brian Mall Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey. Join the pack weekdays from 3pm on Love Sport. 
The Odds with 7 Best Bets. Please gamble responsibly. Hi, it's Liam from 7bestbets.com. I've got a five-fold for you today. Man City to beat Burnley, Newcastle to beat Brighton, Spurs to beat West Ham in the London Derby, Wolves to beat Watford and Liverpool to beat Huddersfield. A tenner returns you £106.29p. Those are the odds with 7bestbets.com. The Odds with 7 Best Bets. Please gamble responsibly. We've all got one, and we're not afraid to put it on display. Our opinions, that is. Share yours now at Love Sport Radio on Twitter, or call us 0208 70 20 558. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. Love Sport, 558 AM. The Fan Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. completely focused on, uh, on my team, on improving my team, on improving my players. And uh, uh, in the last month, I think uh, that uh, Murata has uh, uh, played better. And uh, in the last uh, three days, I have seen him very well in training. Very, very well. Hazard is happy here. He's in London, he's in a lovely city and his family are all settled. And Why do you want to get up and settle again when you are on top money? You are the, the main man of, of Chelsea because he's he can do anything he wants. He's still, you know, uh, a Belgian international. So you think to yourself, well, Crumbs, why do I want to move? The players around him suit him, pass to him, and he also uses his skills for um, playing against players that want to kick him and everything else, and they do protect him. Yeah, the current Chelsea manager and a former Chelsea manager there. Maurizio Sarri and Very John Holmes. Very poor Holland. Chelsea manager, it has to be. Hey, do you know what? He's an absolute gentleman. I know, no, we, I, I know John. I, him around I know ground. John very well. He's a frequent visitor to uh, Jonathan's hospitality area, and he's a lovely, lovely man. Is it your own hospitality area? Well, it's the it's Jonathan Cod... Qu- I would like it to be. <laughs> the Jonathan Cod Suite, I was supposed to the call Jonathan it. Jonathan, Cod- Jonathan yes. Kid Suite, Jonathan they call Cod it. Jonathan Cod Suite. The Jonathan Cod Piece. Kiddos. They call it kiddos, <laughs> like yeah, spackers exactly. and speedies. Lord, Lord Kiddos. I have my own cubicle. He does. <laughs> your own cubicle. Yeah. He has his own receptacle. That's a brilliant, that's a brilliant word, cubicle. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was poor He was poor. He poor. was poor. He wasn't great, was Actually, he? Actually, it was really more the fact that he had Ernie Wally as his number. Well, no, it was, a, it, it was the fact that he took over from one of the most popular well, managers Neil, of all time. Wait, what was he going to do? And took yeah. us downhill after that. He yeah, played some, st- made some very strange selections, didn't he? Mm. It was John awful. Hollins and put people at right awful. back who were. We were on such a high, weren't we? We had two brilliant yeah, seasons yeah, with John yeah, Neil yeah. back in the Division One, as it was then, and it was all wonderful. And then Ernie Wally. Yeah, getting them ruined it all. 1985 anyway, to I, want, I wanted, It's really interesting hearing Dom uh, so positive about Hazard staying, and then, obviously, Sarri, and then John Hollins. I actually think this is a conspiracy, because what? I wrote a blog that went out on Monday, which was basically pleading with Hazard to stay, but thinking that he was going to go. And ever since that day, there's been news all over the place, everybody's being really positive about it, making me look a complete idiot. Not no, for the I first time. I don't, I mean, the thing is that he... 
maybe he is not coming out and saying I'm staying because if Dom and no reason to doubt what Dom said, if we haven't put anything in front of him for him to sign, then what's he going to say? Yeah, I'm staying, but actually nobody has, has given me a contract. I mean, it's fantastic news. I mean, it, we all know that we are so dependent upon him. If he goes, he's, in my opinion... Irreplaceable. He's completely irreplaceable. Um, oh, I think we'd do all right without him, you know. Yeah, no, we've looked really great this season when he's yeah. not been on the pitch. Yeah, very, very great. That's a commitment to the club, isn't it? What they do with the two... If it was, if they did sign him, what they do with the 200 million. Whether they... whether I, I, I think at the moment it's... Well, I think they'd look at what Spurs did. Oh, they did really well with the Gareth... No, with the Gareth Bale money. They bought, what, half a dozen rubbish did, right. players. And that, that I was good. Well, well, that. That. Didn't they say something like, we sold Elvis and bought the Beatles? That's exactly... That's what they call it, yeah. I think they sold... Elvis and bought the Tremolos, didn't they? No, I don't know. Just Johnny Kidd and the Pirates. Yeah. In, in, in the Tremolos. In Do you love me? I can really move. Do you love me? I'm in the groove. Do you don't know that one? That's a big tune. Do you love me now that I can dance, dance, dance? Watch me now. Whoa, whoa. Remember that? <laughs> no, no, don't remember that one. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. born. Clayton remembers that one. It's knocking around on and six also, inch somewhere. Silence is golden, golden. You don't remember that one either. No. That was the tremolos. Oh, well, you tremolo. remember that yeah, one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Top of the pops. Yeah, top of the pops. Yeah, mm, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Paddy, do, do you know that one? Yeah, Paddy. No, knows do, it, do, yeah. no he said he, he, he didn't. Doesn't, tell you didn't know. Yeah, okay. He wasn't uh, Sorry linked up to okay. the wireless back uh, back home. Yeah, but I don't. I actually don't. I, I think I would hope they're wise enough. One would hope that if he were to go, that they would attempt to buy another marquee player. But I've, I'm so confident in Sarri. I think who, that it would work. He'll get it to work even better. And all right, he with him, I think they'll, they could win the Champions League. But without him, I still think they'll do fantastically well because the style of football they're playing is so... I mean, it's just so... It, it's so ebullient. It's so... But, but do, it, you not, do you not think that without him... I mean, one, the effect it would have on the dressing room, losing him... And two, yeah, no, no, but I just think it depends. No, I know. Yeah, sorry, take no, two. No, no, yeah. no. The, the second point is that with him on the pitch, everybody else raises their game. And I think part of why we're doing so well this year is because he is so brilliant and other players are responding. I think if he's not there, I mean, it's hypothetical because you don't know who we don't bring, know. I you don't, don't know. know who we'd bring you, in. You can't, you can't stop the the influence of Jorginho who I think is absolutely paramount to this whole thing working I think he's he's such a a, a terrific well, player in the middle there then I think he makes other players play and uh, I'm, yeah I mean I, I, I agree with you but I just think if they if he were to go if they could try to find something target a few more players who were fitted into Sarri's mold I just think it's a um, it's a great template for the future with Sarri but having said that though it looks to me as if every other club is slowly now attempting to play that way it was interesting to what e- England during the week and seeing um, you know that they were it it's was never it, interesting it was all right, but, it, but they, they were trying to do 4-3-3 you know uh chaps we're going to take a short pause because we're going to be speaking to chris barnett about the bobby tambling film and uh, yeah i believe that comes uh, comes next on love sport the fans show on love sport with 7otb.com predict seven results win seven figures from ali to zaha 
We've got it covered. Love Sport Radio. This is Lionel, another very happy person who saved themselves money at a spokesmansaid.com. I'm Lionel from Peacehaven. I took note of what the spokesman said and I saved £484 per year on my energy. I found a spokesman said was so easy to follow and it saved me £484 on my energy and I would recommend everybody does the same. A spokesmansaid.com. Getting real people real savings. Compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers to find out if you can save money. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. Partnerships can be a wonderful thing, but sometimes good partnerships go bad. Marriage is by far the most important partnership in most people's lives. Everything you own or care about, even children, become a sort of partnership property. Unfortunately, sometimes only one person's vote destroys that partnership. Cordell and Cordell represent men whose partner has cast that vote. Call 0330-606161 or visit cordellcordell.co.uk. A partner men can count on. You love your sport, but it can be a pain organising it. Endless phone calls, emails and text messages, organising players and collecting money can all be a headache. What you need is Teamer.net, the free sports app that'll help you manage your team's events, communicate effectively as a team and now you can collect money simply and securely via Teamer payments. Relied upon by 2 million members, Teamer is available for free on desktop, Android and iPhone. This is Love Sport. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Yeah, this is Love Sport Radio. Good evening. There is one game going on in the Championship. Sheffield Wednesday taking on Middlesbrough. Uh, one, four, one current Chelsea player in, in the lineup. One current, one former. Any guesses? Who the in, current one is? What, Sheffield Wednesday, is, is Sam Hutchinson playing? Or is he? He is might he? be. George Savile, we reckon, might George be. George Savile's on yeah. the bench for Borough. Yeah. He's a youth player, wasn't he? So who's the, who's the one? Who's on loan to Borough, then? No, it's on loan to Sheffield oh, Wednesday. Sheffield Wednesday? Oh, you told us earlier, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Hector's house. Michael Hector. Oh, Michael yeah. Hector. Michael yeah. Hector, there you go. Legend, of the, legend Hector. of the club, obviously. But yeah, we'll keep an eye on uh, on this game indeed. Let's talk now, though, to Chris Barnett. Um, he's talking to us about the uh, the Bobby Tambling film, and this one's certainly going to be interesting. Chris, good evening. Good evening, how are you? Yeah, very well, thanks, pal. Bobby Tamling 202. Um, it's taken a, a while to make, but, uh, I mean, is it ready? Oh, yeah, it's ready. It's ready to go. It's released uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, you can rent it, watch it for just £2.99, cheaper than the cup of tea. Chris, it's uh, Chidge here. Can, is it going to go out as a DVD as well? It's not planned to at the moment. What we'd like to do with, the, with Bobby's film is make it into a, an online um, hit for him to get to give him some proceeds to help him out because uh, he, he works for Chelsea as an ambassador and goes to the corporate hospitalities, but that's about all he does. So we, we wanted to try and help him, and I've got to say that Frank Lampard was a big uh, big help in, in making the film, and 
and, and you know, allowing us to get some great access. Mm. So, and in a sense, you'll make more money for Bobby doing it that way than just doing a, a one-off DVD. And of course, it's very it's very costly, isn't it, making a DVD? So I, well, can, I can see the sense I mean, in that. Yeah, if we sell the DVD, we'd probably need to you know, make it like fifteen, sixteen pounds. Um, so that's taking out some of the element of it. Whereas with an online viewing for two ninety nine, you know, people hopefully don't think three times about that. You know, fifteen pound, you kind of look in your your wallet, but for two ninety nine, hopefully you can you know just go on PayPal or just on a on a debit card and and, and watch the film and enjoy the film and and, and maybe down the line we'll we'll bring out um, DVDs. There are we have got twenty five DVDs. I must tell you, and we're going to give one to your listeners to, to win yes um there were 25 on monday's uh, show yeah. <laughs> aaron's kind of giving me that you can't do that on this show don't worry about it chris but no for monday's show we're going to have a little competition aren't we we are yeah certainly we're going to give you one of them um uh, we get bobby to sign them all so there will be 25 out there um and uh, a few of them will be going as prizes, but not many. So yeah, they're going to be uh, hard to get. Yeah. I mean, the the main thing about it to me, you know, obviously I haven't seen it yet, but you know, I, I know you, and I know I know what you've been up to. So <laughs> cheating in a sense, but I think the thing that really struck me—I was just talking to Clayton about it. Uh, you know, you basically got together in one room. You know, our three greatest ever goal scorers in in Bobby and Kerry Dixon and uh, and uh, Frank Lampard, of course. I mean, th- th- I'd have loved to have been behind the camera or fly on a wall there. I mean, how did that work? Uh, well, it was it was quite nerve wracking trying to get hold of Frank because uh, he wasn't in charge of Derby at the time. He was doing a bit of work for for the TV as a pundit, and. Um, Basically, we, myself and uh, and Bobby, we, we went through to Bruce Buck, the chairman of Chelsea, and said, "Look, can we can we film on a on a game day at half time, which is a no no for mm. most clubs, with absolutely no chance." Um, and we'd like to film Frank because he's a regular visitor with his dad, half time in one of the corporates or anywhere downstairs, whatever. And they let said, "Yes, you can." So we got ten minutes with Frank. And then during that conversation, we said, look, we'd really like to promote this film with, with you and Bobby and, and Kerry. Is there any chance we can you know, get you all together? And he said, just let me know when you want me and I'll be there for him. And we that took a few months with dates and trying to organise everything. Because Bobby lives in Ireland, Frank was busy, and Kerry has other things to do. We managed to get them all in the Chelsea Harbour Hotel for an afternoon, a couple of hours, and I sat them behind the camera, and and I just said to them, I'm going to throw you a few questions, but just pretend I'm not here, and just talk to yourselves. And uh, Kerry was very good at that. He, he put <laughs> a few questions forward. So the interview, as such, looks like it's just a chat between them. Three top scorers in Chelsea's legend since 1905 and we've managed to get all three together i can't believe it hasn't been done before yeah but i'm very pleased he hasn't well i mean chris we've actually i think you know very kindly sent us a an audio clip of uh, of exactly how that happened and i think i've got uh, some stuff of frank talking about some of his favorite goals which we can play the best okay. is the one uh that won us the league from 2005 yeah. away. that's my best for a buzz followed by the goal broke your record <laughs> 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 
Fantastic stuff, though. Yeah, brilliant clip. Yeah, hi, Chris. Um, it's Clayton here. I'm I, together with Mr. Kidd, I'm old enough to have actually seen uh, Bobby play. I saw him score mm. against West Ham. Yeah, well, I'd, I was I'd, there. I could hardly see it. I was about, you know, eight. Sorry. I've just no, no, no. I, I just, I mean, has he, did, did Bobby say anything about favourite goals that he scored, things that he sort of that re- remembers fondly? I mean, I'm sure he remembers the whole time fondly, but I mean, were there any particular games that he, he yeah. sort of recounted? Well, it's amazing. These these goal scorers, they remember every goal they score. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. It's, you know, we, we we said to Frank, you played on this game. We said to Bobby, you played in this game. And he'll go, yeah, we, you know, Barry Bridges laid it forward. I ran onto it, hit with my left foot. And I'm like, how can you remember that? He, you know, he scored 202. He's actually the highest league scorer for Chelsea still at 164. No one's close to him really in, in league goals. He said his most important goal was his first goal because he set him up in the first team. He was 17. It was him, Barry Bridges, both making their debuts against West Ham. Ended 3-2. Bobby scored, Barry Bridges scored, and Jimmy Greaves scored the winner. You can't argue. That was a great game, a great result. And, and that's the only game he played that season. He was, he was 17. They brought him in for that game because of injuries. And he didn't play again that season. One game, one goal. Brilliant. I mean, effectively, Chris, he, he took over from Jimmy Greaves, didn't he? And, of course, how on earth do you take over one of the greatest goal scorers the game's ever seen? He only does it by becoming Chelsea's greatest goal scorer for many, many years. It's quite some feat, isn't it? It is. Um, I mean, Jimmy had a terrific record. He was only with the club for four years, Jimmy yeah. Greaves. He scored 132 goals. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? Amount of goals. He's still got the record for the most hat tricks, I think, at Chelsea as well, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they used, you know, in those days, and, and you speak to Bobby, and I'll speak to him in the film about when we went to Preston and we played in this game, and and I said, "What was the score? Six-one. How, how many did you get, Bobby?" I uh, got five. <laughs> <laughs> he used to score in clutches, didn't he? That was the thing. He used to just yeah, score and score and score. He's got loads of, tra- of hat tricks, loads, loads of fours and twos, and he didn't really score many ones. He was he was like a a, a, a player that really, when he was on fire, they couldn't stop him. There's that famous um, that match of the day. Was it when we played uh, Aston Villa away, and the, and the, we, he scored four in that one, yeah. doesn't he? We won five one, and, and the crowd was singing "Strolling." That's right. Um, <laughs> I just, I mean, he was such a clinical finisher. I mean, he really was. I mean, I, I was pretty young, so. Um, I thought you going to say I was a clinical finish, finisher. The way you said that. No, no, no. I'd never say that. That's what you. all the ladies yeah, say, yeah. Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, does, what, did you get any views on, on what's happening currently from Bobby? Well, at the moment, I mean, he went through a, a, a suffered a really bad illness a few years mm, ago. Yeah. And I don't know if Chelsea fans will remember. He was yeah. in a wheelchair. around the pitch in a wheelchair yeah. at yeah. half-time against Everton. Yeah. With his brother-in-law um, wheeled him round. And 
we speak to the family. He's Irish brother-in-law, and and uh, and and his wife's Irish, and uh, and the rest of the family. We went over there to uh, to Crosshaven in County Cork to speak to him and, and them, and and get a flavour of where he lives these days. And at the time, they they were kind of saying this could be Bobby's last visit to Stamford Bridge, mm. and it was quite an emotional day for him. And there's a little story in there where his brother-in-law's pushing him around, and he says. Uh, Jesus, all these fans absolutely love you, Bobby. It's absolutely brilliant. All waving and cheering, all wearing blue. And Bobby says, that's the Everton fans. Get round to the <laughs> That's great. He, he's, a, he's a remarkable man. He's lovely. I, I remember we had a, we had a big uh, Chelsea fan cast pa- uh, party in, a, in the bar that we used to do the podcast in, in the early days. And uh, spy Neil Barnett phoned me up beforehand and and uh, said, oh, um, I've, I, I'd love to come, but I've got somebody with me, and I'm not sure if it'd be okay, because it'll probably be quite rowdy. And I said, well, I, I don't mind, bring whoever you want. He said, it's Bobby Tambling. And, of course, it, yeah, was, yeah. it, was, it was around the time when Bobby was, you know, not very well, and I thought, hmm, maybe you shouldn't bring him. And then Spice said, Chidge, listen to yourself. I'm, I've just asked you if I could bring Bobby Tambling to your party, and yeah. you're saying yeah. no. I said, yeah, yeah, I'm an idiot. Bring him, bring him. There was a queue all night of everybody going to shake his hand. He, he sat downstairs, and everybody came to him. Fantastic. Absolutely lovely bloke. I think Frank Lampard summed it up in the, in, the, in the short interview we had with Frank and then the big one we had with all three. In the short one, he said he was, you know, that, that Bobby kind of went under the radar at Chelsea. Mm. He scored all those goals, but he, wasn't the, he didn't have the name, did he? He didn't have the Osgood name. He didn't have the, the Jimmy Greaves name. He, he didn't have the, the, the late Ray Wilkins name. He didn't have that kind of name. He was, no. he was there and he scored all the goals, but no one really knew who he was when... And when Kerry came along and, and got to one nine three and was getting close to Bobby's record, his name s- sprouted up again. Yeah. And as Kerry said, "I kept you going for about seven <laughs> years, there, Bobby. And it wasn't for me. They've, they've forgotten about you." But Kerry kept him going. He didn't didn't reach the two hundred mark. And uh, obviously, Frank, when he surpassed it. You couldn't have two nice mm. guys to hold a record, to be honest. I'll tell you what, Chris, we're going to have to leave it there, pal. Thanks very much for joining us. We look forward to seeing the film. Chris Barnett there telling us about Bobby Tambling 202. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. This is Love Sport. This is Love Sport Radio with your definitive preview to the big game tomorrow. Chelsea versus Manchester United, half past 12 at the bridge. We're going to have it all in the next hour. Plus Mickey Thomas. Plus these three fine gentlemen in front of me. Thank you. Thank you. you This is Love Sport Radio. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Cheech. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Cheech, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved blue boy's life. (laughs) It's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. 
They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow, great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. (laughs) Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. The pensioners are back, but with no walking sticks in sight. They're carefree, wherever they may be. They're the famous CFC. Blue is their colour, and football is their game. If you come to Stamford Bridge, you'll remember their name. It's the Chelsea Fancast on Love Sport, with seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds. Radio. Good evening. This is your Chelsea fan show right here on Love Sport Radio every single Friday, 7 till 9 pm, with the Chelsea fan cast. It's a big tune, isn't it? Oh, one of the best. Now, forgive me for, for, for guessing. But I'm singing on that. You're going to ask uh, me that question, yeah, aren't you? I did, yeah, I've that, heard that I'm, you sing on this. Yeah, that's me singing that. There, yeah. That is a real, that's that's a scoop. Because yeah. I've yeah. not heard that <laughs> yeah. before. Yeah. You know, just I was cho- I was first cho- Stanford, uh, Stanford the, the Lion, you know. As yeah, well. I heard. You never heard that one either. Have you? No, I was. Is, well, um, is, is singing along to a song that you're in so, kind of akin to liking the smell of your own fart? I think it probably is. Uh, funnily enough, I have farted. <laughs> <laughs> Probably what made me think of it. Yeah, Jonathan. that's why yeah. I got an air freshener in the studio. Yeah, I got, exactly. I've got a little. Uh, uh, I think you are an air freshener. You personally, you are a breath are of freshener. A breath of freshener air. Thanks, mate. Air freshener. No, no, that's Paddy. He's a breath he, of freshener. Fresh air. 
Just yeah. uh, just out of interest, well, he's not from Northern Ireland. Just out of interest. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, yeah. Tomorrow morning, it's it's going to be an early one at, up at the bridge. What's going to be on offer in uh, in hospitality? Like, is it going to be like a, a boar based sausage or something? Heron. Yeah. Toasted heron. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Toasted. <laughs> Follow that. <laughs> right. Let's go. Let's go over the pond. Let's talk to Daniel. He's the heron Sa- pond. Yeah, they're in San Diego. Uh, Daniel, have you ever eaten a a a, a toasted heron? <laughs> I'm surprised they're not offering swan up in hospital. Oh, oh right, well, no. it's no, the breakfast was, menu, isn't it? Tomorrow? Last week, it is breakfast menu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swan, uh, swans uh, uh, at four o'clock for tea. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll have put four or five past United by then, so, I mean, does it really matter? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever had venison? <laughs> oh, quite. <laughs> it's turned into the culinary show. I mean, you know, it's really the question of what haven't we eaten. I uh, thought that was the Crystal um, Palace show. Uh, Dan, good to hear your voice again, mate. I hope you're well. Uh, to what? To well, how can we assist you this evening? You know, you've just all gone so nice and lightly on Aaron and... Podrick there, you know, I mean, we have arguably one of the best fit home fixtures ever tomorrow, cause, especially because realistically we always beat them. I mean, I'm, and you've just gone so easy on oh, it. Well, I, I'm, I, mean, I'm, re- I was waiting for you, Dan, for this very, very opportunity. Cause yeah, it's you kind can of, do it. No, it's gone, it's gone a bit kind of uh, all over the place tonight, and we've run out, run out of time. But I've been storing this up. I was going to mention this at about 20 past seven. But uh, just for Aaron's benefit, uh, you're right, Dan. Chelsea's record against United in the Premier League is beyond brilliant. We've suffered only five defeats at home to United in 26 matches. The last defeat was a 3-2 loss in October 2012, which is kind of the last legs of Di Matteo's reign. And I don't think uh, Mourinho's beaten Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. How does that sound, Aaron? Buoyed by that, so are we? Ever so slightly concerned, <laughs> just just mildly, mildly, gently concerned, you know. And um, was that defeat when uh, we had two players sent off? Oh yeah, that yeah. might have also yeah. been a, a yeah. factor. And, in and it. the winner was offside. And the winner, oh Hernandez, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, in the last he minute. loves scoring yeah. against you, lot, yeah, didn't he? He, he, he loves yeah. it. He does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. He does. He does. So there we go. Is that better, Dan? Have I have I kind of you know corrected things for you? Well, you've at least made it Good. publicly known. Good. I mean, let, let, let's be fair. You know, Jose, what, he started his reign with a win over United, from what I remember, when we when yep. he first took the job. I um, that was probably Yeah, that was a good game. Um, but that being said, tomorrow, what do we think? 4-0, 5-0? Uh, oh, I love you. Jose out of his oh. I'll tell you what, the, one of the... the you, probably, that, you know what, one of the... I, I had this period in my life of just crying at football. Just like football used to make me cry, and do you know what that five, will be no, day. you know, you know the five nil, the Jody Morris five yeah. nil. Yeah, that game made me cry because we were on one side of the ground, and my my uncle is who's a, a a West. I think he's in the West End. I think he's up up top in the West End or something like that. He he was at the ground, and I remember just just like crying, just really crying, mm-hmm. like. He used to just well, absolutely yeah. the, uh, the he used to just jibe me. That game, so. d- didn't you do the treble that year, though? No. No, it wasn't that year. It was the year after. Oh. Uh, right. It was so, the year yeah. after. We had Mark Bosnich in goal before we You're all looking at your gold, your, your gold Rolex watches, as, as Roy Keane commented afterwards. Yeah. Oh, who was it? Was it T- Tahibi or whatever? No, Tahibi was, was in goal. goal. And yeah. do, you know, do you know what? Save it, because it's going to come up later. Oh, right. Thanks. Yeah. Dan, tell us more. No, I mean, you know, I I love trying to banter any Man United fan yeah. who I can find here, especially with 
as you would say, you know, being one of those people who wears a replica shirt, but I just tend to wear it to the gym more than anywhere else. Well, you could probably and still fit into yours, Dan. That probably has a lot to do with it, unlike me. Well, <laughs> you know, I'll hope that the vegan diet helps you, man. Well, it is, actually. I'm glad you mentioned that, Dan, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll, talk, we'll talk no more about it now. Where are you going to watch it? Are you going to a pub in San Diego to watch it? Do you realise what time I have to get up in the morning? Yeah, it's early kick-off, it? isn't I mean, it? It's, uh, yeah. And I have, to, I have to work tomorrow anyway, so I mean, mm. I'll probably get up, watch it with my dogs, and try not to wake <laughs> up the other half. Do they bark when and Chelsea score? Um, they get, they definitely sit there and watch, and they definitely get very agitated because they can tell when I'm getting angry or when things are going well. And usually it's a question of, oh, it's that human, you know, making lots of noise at the television again, and they just give me that ridiculous look. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. So, I mean, here's the thing, Dan. I mean, you know, I know that our record has been phenomenal against United in recent history. I know that we're on superb form at the moment. Um, but, I, you know, I... I have a war- I have I have many worries about this game. The first is that Mourinho will be desperate not to lose and therefore will try and park the bus. The other is that he'll uh, do what he did in the FA Cup match and and set his dogs on. Talking of dogs, he'll set his dogs on to Hazard and try and target him. And the other is Mike Dean. So you know, do you think that yeah, we have we Mike have Dean. yeah you know do we have issues there that we should be concerned about? Do you think? I think you're right with the first. Two, I think it'll be very dull, and he'll pretty much send the you know he'll park everyone in front of the goal, and I think he'll give us the freedom of the bridge and say, okay, well they have to come beat us down there at home, and we'll and then he'll try to hit something later on in the break. I don't think that they have the. I mean, he's not going to be able to play. This is Matic still hurt from what I've heard today, but he won't play him. So they'll be yeah they'll be thin in the middle to be disruptive. Um, He might play that rotational fouling piece of trash Herrera, Herrera yeah. realistically can he stay the whole game without getting without getting you know booked and sent off again and he's coming and back from injury as well no. Dan isn't he so you know I, just, I love him though I absolutely love him yeah but that, that that's because he's a player that other teams hate and I can see that. You, can, you, you love to hate him. Yeah, absolutely. Ole, Ole and Herrera. Him, but if he played good, for us, yeah, I'd probably him like him. Yeah. You know, I think he's just one of those players. Yeah. I wouldn't. <laughs> You're a man I of principle. He, 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 lo- he loves a man of class. No, Jonathan's yeah. a man of principle. He is. is he? He, is. He, he He prefers a man who tucks his shorts in. A swan-eating, heron-eating tucks his shirt into his shorts <laughs> man tucks of his class. Uh, Dan, we're going to uh, we're gonna have to leave it there, pal, but thank you very much for joining us. Enjoy the Good game in San Diego. Yeah, Whatever time it is, uh, well done, say Dan. hi to the dogs and get yourself a, a <laughs> vegan toasted heron uh, for your <laughs> breakfast. It's 12 minutes past that. This is Love Sport Radio. We're going to continue our preview to the big game tomorrow. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. Love Sport. Love Sport. I work for a spokesman said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. Ian Stone's Comedy Breakfast on Love Sport. I went on football specials quite a bit. Let me tell you, they weren't special at all. <laughs> special did not denote the type of train it was. What would happen is you'd get on, all the toilets wouldn't work, most of the light bulbs wouldn't work, there'd be no food, 
It was like a sort of borstal yard, <laughs> but moving. Right, is what it was. They were not, they were awful, those football specials. I once got stuck for six hours with nothing to eat on a train at Nuneaton, right, which I thought was slightly ironic. Weekdays from 6.30am. 5.58am. Love Sport. The Fan Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Yeah, good evening. This is Love Sport Radio with your Chelsea fan show. Chaps, where where are we now with our preview? Well, we were talking with Dan, bless him. I do, lo- I do, I do love, well, look, we love hearing from anybody who phones up, and we've got a few people who do phone up uh, most weeks, but it's always lovely to hear from Dan. I'm always impressed that they phone up from as far afield as Cincinnati and San- stay classy, San Diego. Uh, so bless you, Dan. Thanks for that. But we were talking about, or I brought up Mike Dean, and I think it is... I found this fantastic stat about Mike Dean. I mean, yeah, no, Mike sorry. Dean on his own is enough to worry about. We all know how awful he is, and we'll get Jonathan to opine on that in a minute. But I dug this out, JK, about Mike Dean's performances related yes. to Chelsea. Um, he's awarded more yellow cards against Chelsea than any other team, 122. He's awarded more red cards against Chelsea than any other team, 6. And he's awarded Man United more penalties than any other team, 16. Be afraid. Be very afraid. It sounds like bias to me. It's outrageous, isn't it? We it love is. penalties against your mob. He's yeah. um, which is excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. The word your mob. Yeah, isn't that slightly? Um, no, for I, tomorrow we're going to be. He's, more getting, up. he's, he's, get, he's getting a bit Kleenex on me now, isn't he? He's getting a bit man size on me. Oh, not allowed to say that anymore. Oh, sorry, he's getting a bit extra large. That's much me. better. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. person sized. Yeah, well, I like, yeah. I like, I like to be. Um, I like to be. What's the word? Associate. You know, provocative. No, no. no. I, you know, I don't like to associate myself as being a man or woman. I, you know, I'm, I'm a space invader. I'm a space invader. It's interesting. Isn't it? This is the Chelsea show, and there you are wearing your Manchester. United out. Yeah. I had That's to today. Everybody, everybody, I had to today. everybody at home. The water. Everybody at home. Right, he's got like his this. shorts and the football boots on with the shin pads. Yeah. It's quite phenomenal. Yeah, that's Aaron, it. you'll like this, you see, because you, you play in the Theatre of Dreams. I've got my Theatre of Hate t-shirt on, because oh, that's what clever. you're facing tomorrow, son. Clever. <laughs> It's that man this up. Is a, this, is a, this is where, you know what? Da- Dan is just sitting there pumping iron in his like, garage going, Yeah, get him, man! That's exactly what he's doing now. Finally! They finally, got him! Finally, the Brits have come back! Exactly. Goddamn. There you go, Dan. They're absolutely going for me now. I'd like to know how the referees are appointed. Who has decided that Dean it's a lucky dip. should be the... I don't Somebody think, with uh, a sense of humour, I, I reckon. I don't think it is a lucky dip, though, is it? I think no, it is. Idea, you know the mate. fixture computer? Yeah. They they just take a CD-ROM out of it and put another one in with the referees' names yeah. instead of the fixture. Well, in fact, they just chuck the referees' one on a, on a floppy disk and they allocate them, maybe. You know, I think it's 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 easy <laughs> to make that assumption, but in reality, I think they try and work out who would be the best to run the game. Because for me, Michael Oliver was the best doing the United game when he... he yes. uh, we, we keep talking about him, but um, he... 
he, uh, he was wise to them wasn't very he? wise yeah. to the serial fouling they were doing which in fact um they did at southampton the other day and he didn't um, fouling by rotation by rotation yeah. which is so well known and should be punished uh, it's so obvious yeah. it should be punished um immediately but, i was surprised um, that mark hughes side was uh, kicking people uh, were you not surprised by yeah, that i was taken aback yes. by that yeah because i thought very, they'd very be very yeah. Yeah. yeah they tried to play football yeah. didn't they they yeah. just couldn't get the ball could they yeah, but yeah. it is a, i mean this is the thing if you conflate or use wrong word probably but if you've got a combination like it, combination of mike dean and those stats are horrific added to jose's tactic of possibly targeting hazard wrote you know fouling by rotation i'm worried about that did that happen in the last game we played against them he didn't actually r- foul him no well, do you know what they did at the last game up at old Trafford because we lost that, that we did, i mean yeah. i know you can there was a write, po- it was poor time it was wasn't poor it? yeah but you can poor. write off a lot of what happened with conte at certain stages of the season i know yeah. but what they did was they denied hazard the ball he hardly got a kick all game so they didn't try and do a hatchet job on him but wasn't he playing false nine though that, yes, he was, wasn't he? He was. That's, right. That's so why it didn't they work. They didn't have to. They didn't have to do anything ball because and he didn't get it anywhere. No, the ball kept yeah. being pumped, yeah, but it bounced, bounced over, yes, bounced over like a little terrier <laughs> trying to play football, wasn't it? But if you remember the first half, we completely outplayed them. Yeah, just didn't completely score. Yeah. No, we did. We, we went one. Well, we won nil. Of course, we Williams were. Sorry. scored. Of course, he did. And then Lukaku scored that goal. I think Christensen made a mistake. So it was one all. Yes, and then his eyebrows. In Jose the... changed the game, didn't he? Who did he bring? He brought about sixty minutes. He changed the game. That's right. Well remembered. He was uh, very clever. And Conte just didn't didn't re- respond didn't at all. Respond. But he did. But he didn't. That was second half of the season, wasn't it? He? he wasn't doing any. Wasn't responding at all yeah. to anything. He was just pacing the touchline, looking at his shoes. Lingard. That's what he Lingard. did. Yeah, and Lingard scored. Scored, yeah, scored a good goal. Lingard scored. When was yeah. that? That was. Uh, in fact, you know what? February. I think that's Lingard's last. Goal for United. Mm. I have a feeling he looked very he hasn't good. That scored day. since yeah, February. He well, he you has because he scored at the World Cup. Yeah. No, no. Well, all right. All right. Oh, yeah. Yes. Cheers. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, yeah. mate. Thanks. Yeah. In terms of the referee, though, um, I, I don't know why you guys are complaining. Uh, he he sent Matic off last season. He lo- he lo- he's very trigger happy with the red cards. He's Mike a Dean. rubbish referee. He loves mate. being the man in the he middle. Is, yes, he's a rubbish, rubbish referee. And it's ego, ego with him. Yeah. You yeah. can see it. He he wants to be in charge. He's not willing to um, uh, allow the players just to no. play around him. He makes decisions I, and struts. He, he he is a guy though who I feel has been sort of. I'm going to say gentrified with football because I watch Premier League years on a daily basis, mm. yeah? And I saw him in 2002 when he was plodding around, you know, in the shadows of people like Uriah Rennie, you know? <laughs> oh, God, Jeff yeah. Winter, people like that. Jeff Winter. And, and this yeah. guy was quiet. Mark Halsey. Mark Halsey. Um, the only good one was Dermot. D- Dermot. Dermot. Dermot O'Gallagher, I always said. Dermot Gallagher. Yeah. Who's the Set. other one I really hated? Dermot Gallagher. The, the headmaster what from Harrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ellery. That's, sorry, sorry, sorry. Ellery. That's my geography teacher you're talking about. <laughs> the look of horror in Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> that's my, my geography teacher you're talking about. Really? Sir. No yeah, way. Mr. Ellery. Do you, you know went what? to Harrow, did you? I went to John Lyon, which was okay. the, the, the okay. boys' version of Harrow. Okay. You John uh, sorry, the day, the day version of Harrow. Yeah, I went to the John Lyon Square. The John Lyon Square. Head here. Dermot Gallagher. I don't know if you remember this game. We played at Highbury. Yeah. I think it was a nil-nil game. Viali broke from the halfway line. He went on... It was him and whatever. And I I can't remember. It was Keown or Bold chopped him down from behind. And Gallagher didn't send off the offender. Yeah. 
as well. But, but referees back then, I mean, if you think about it, though, you know, again, and and I don't know if gentrification is the word, but it feels like he's just gone along with the times and he's become this spectacle thinking, hey, if I do something funny, I might get a YouTube reel off yeah. some random keyboard it's warrior. It's all about him. You know, so someone's going to cut up some clips of me doing some funny Isn't things. Isn't he the one that on the, on the YouTube clips who always sticks his arm like in the air? He always know, does and, the, and then runs yeah, back the, to the, the halfway the, line the, like he's celebrating Yeah, the goal. yeah, yeah. Like, the, the best one was, I think, Spurs yeah, scored. Spurs. And, and he, he he did this move like yeah. similar to Alan Shearer yeah. where he's done like a full loop around Actually, the back line. Aaron, Aaron, talking of referees, I remember I was making a... I did a programme, funny enough, for Man United years ago and we had... Uh, Luckily, I was doing all the goals against Man United, so I derived a lot of pleasure from that. But we had the 76 Cup final on Southampton United, yeah. and uh, the game starts. Clive Thomas, remember the famous referee who denied Zico a goal in the Last 74? Yeah, 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 yeah. By blowing his whistle, whistle as the ball was, was going, going in the net. Well, he was, so he was a prima donna, but the greatest thing of all was when he blew the whistle. You know, we were watching that Dick Emery clip early on. He did that. He blew his whistle, hand in the air, flicked his leg up. It was the campest thing you've <laughs> ever seen brilliant. a referee. Redo. It was brilliant. I, I, I was always a fan of Graham Barber. Do you remember Graham Barber? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, he the long haired one. Blonde. Sorry? Blonde and long hair. No, 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 no. No, no, no. He always had, like, Lego hair. It was like a proper parting, a fixed parting. <laughs> Is Lego that leg, hair? leg over hair? No, no, no. no. It, had a, it had a parting, which was completely yeah. fixed, like, really heavily gelled parting. Oh. I used to hate Uriah Rennie though. I don't know why I brought him up before, but I couldn't stand him. I think he, he was poor. He, he was, poor. He was really, he got demoted, really poor. Didn't he? Arrogant, yeah. didn't he? That's yeah. why. Do you know what he? I remember we played Coventry with Andy Gorham in goal in two thousand and one, and he gave him like some really crazy decisions. Mm. We, we we beat him four two. Paul Skull scored an absolute stunner. But we had Andy Gorham in goal, mate. I mean, you should have given us a head start. You know, come on, pal. But he he he, he was an absolute char. 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 See, Jack opinion. Taylor. 1974 World Cup final referee. Oh, Pro- proper time, English name, yeah, as uh, you know, the pub what, landlord would I, say. Proper shorts. Jack Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> when we played Spurs in 1974. Oh my! You can remember this. this well, I was there. This is 1974. We played Spurs. Before the game, this was the one where we were both in the relegation zone, and it was like a must-win game. There was more fighting on the pitch oh, than I've ever yeah. seen. Let alone off. And it, it was basically it. You know, police on there, it was Chelsea, there was Spurs and all the rest of it. And then at 5-3, to three, Jack Taylor just strides out through all the bodies. This and was all the Battle the of White Hart Lane. The Battle of White Hart Lane. He just strode out into the middle. I didn't know middle, he refereed that. Put the ball on the centre circle, yeah. folded his arms and just stood there. Yeah. As the pitch was cleared. He was, he, he was, proper. He, he was a proper. proper wasn't he? he I was liked a, I think he might have been a butcher. Yeah, you, you wouldn't like, mess with him. He looked you like wouldn't a butcher, mess with him, didn't he? You wouldn't mess with him. <laughs> he, used to, he used to turn up with like you know his over his butcher's white. Yeah, so it was always sausages hanging from his shorts. Yeah, you yeah. know, you know, mince meat. Just Mind you, at the, the time, if he'd have walked on the, the pitch pockets. wearing a butcher's coat, he would have been quite in place, wouldn't he? If you remember, he would, yes, yeah. he would. Clockwork orange, yeah. Yeah, there you have anyway, it. Anyway, uh, some some other names: Mark Halsey. Do you remember him? Yes, Chris Foy. Graham, the thing from Chris Ford. Graham Pohl. Absolutely. Graham Pohl was, Graham Pohl was two, uh, three yellow cards, wasn't he? Yep, in the World yep. Cup, do you remember? Three anyway. card trick. Yeah, three. We'll have, we'll have a short break and uh, we'll carry on with our little reminiscence on referees uh, next on Love Sport. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to one million pounds. Your news, your views, your voice. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. 
If you're a road cycling enthusiast, carinsuranceforcyclists.com rewards you when you get behind the wheel of your car. Your on-road cycling experience has made you more alert and road aware than the average car driver, and that deserves special attention. Let carinsuranceforcyclists.com source you the best car insurance deal, because good on two wheels means better on four. To find out how much you could save, call 0800 819 9319 and mention Love Sport Radio or visit carinsuranceforcyclists.com. When looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance Jim went on the spokesmansaid.com and saved hundreds I'm Jim I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600 just amazing signing up to a spokesman said best thing I could have done Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesmansaid.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com. As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. Divorce law proceedings can be frustrating and even seem unfair, especially if you command a high income or you own a business or if you're a man. Men with assets and children depend on their divorce lawyers. It's important to hire a lawyer that has the right skills. Cordell & Cordell works to help men protect their financial assets and the future role they play in their children's lives. Call 0330-6060-161 or visit cordellcordell.co.uk. A partner men can count. Love Sport, 558am. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. Can I just say that, you know, the two conversations that have just been, like, taking place during the break, you two and myself and Kira, they felt like such rich football conversations, you know, just, like, concentrated we're not football gonna conversations. Say, oh, well, what we're trying to do is to make sure that all the genuinely good content yeah. takes place during the ad breaks. Yeah. So, how how yeah. was that heading? <laughs> <laughs> Very chewy. <laughs> anyway, we were talking... buttered it. Overly broiled. Um, Clayton and I were talking in the break uh, about because you kind of you 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 mentioned this earlier the five you mentioned the five nil didn't mm. you? yeah and I and I kind of thought it'd be quite fun to go and have a look back at some of my favourite victories over United at Stamford Bridge I'm going to chip in with my favourite no you can do that but you, United have to lose otherwise we're not playing <laughs> um, but the, my my three I picked out uh, the five nil uh, against United 
in 1999 and I picked the 3-0 against United in 2006 and the 4-0 which is quite recently actually which is 2016 but for for various reasons um, number one the the, the 5-0 the remarkable achievement of Chris Sutton actually scoring a goal Was that his only goal? No, he Uh, scored one in an FA Cup It it, it was pretty close to it it, it, I think it was one of two I think it was his only league Yeah, okay And, uh, of course, the other notable thing about that match was, of course, Dennis Wise did the infamous nipple tweak on Nicky Butt, who lost his head totally throughout the rest of the game, yeah. got sent off. Got sent off. Was, it not, a, was it not a bit lower than that? I thought oh, it, was it might a... have been too. Maybe there was that as I, well. No, I, I thought he put his hand it was in his tweak. shorts. Nipple tweak. He, wasn't, was it, he was going for the potatoes. Yes. I think, I think it was spud, a nipple was tweak. A spud Clayton tweak. and I think it was a nipple tweak. I thought no, he went for the spuds. I, no, I, I think it was low down. Yeah, oh, really? So I've got it wrong then. And he got... But he kicked out <laughs> and then got yeah. sent straight away. Chidgen's got it wrong. What a yeah. surprise. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the trouble when you do all your search on Wikipedia, you see. <laughs> yeah, you they're, know. they're not going to You would have thought Wikipedia. I'd have learnt my lesson by now, wouldn't you? Do you know what was a brilliant game of that season was the 3-3 at Old Trafford? No. Oh, that yeah, was Jimmy a Floyd. brilliant game. Well, that was Ranieri's. Wasn't that was, it? You're thinking of Ranieri's, Ranieri's first. first yeah. Was that 99-2000? No, that was 2001, 2002. No, it was 99-2000. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why as well. Because... That day was the day that I got my wife's phone number. Oh, well, hey, thank you. Romantic I I beer man. Pregnant, <laughs> <laughs> What's that? No, it doesn't matter. Nothing, nothing, nothing. The reason I remember that is because we had a goalkeeping kit, and Chelsea and United were both sponsored by Umbra at the time. So the kits were very similar in terms of the goalkeeping kit. And it was made of like this thick felt that they found in like, you know, like a roofing warehouse. <laughs> and it was like a bright yellow keeping kit. It was Chelsea, United, and Celtic had the same goalkeeping kit, like same style. And we again had problems. Who? Mark Bosnich had been on, you know, he, 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 he'd been on Weight Watchers, but it hadn't worked. And uh, I thought and, he did something else for. Weight well, something, something like that, you know. He was a good keeper at Chelsea. He was Bosnich. He was really, really very until, unlucky. Until, wasn't until he? Until yeah. he started spending more time down the Kings Road rather no, than following. No, he was very unlucky. No, he was because he had Kudachini in, didn't he? I think at the no, time he got injured and he got injured. Yeah. Over. But I, I actually loved his rapport with I the fans. He's wasn't a good he? lad. He was. Oh, he, he was. Yeah. Um, he he would. Go, chat to the fans behind the goal yeah. and just clap them and go occasionally do that no, yeah, don't, yeah, move, don't move your arm like <laughs> you, know, you know the story about why the day Fergie decided to sack him right like the Fergie decided to get rid of him was they were on their way back from a, from an away trip and I think we'd lost somewhere probably Chelsea and uh, he walks to the back of the bus and Mark Bosnich is there with a Chinese takeaway menu phoning an order through <laughs> and Fergie just goes it's game over mate see you later yeah. and uh, yeah God knows what didn't he, did, he was going out with Helena Christensen wasn't he who was an underwear was he yeah yeah, he was Sophie, someone else as well. Sophie, uh, Sophie. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I wonder what he's up to now. Well, oh, he's, in, he's back in Australia. Should we phone him? No, I don't have. He's his back number. in Australia. Anyway, anyway. Um, enough of you and your Man United rubbish. Oh, by the way, coincidentally, not only is our record in the Premier League at home against United almost unsurpassed by anybody else in the Premier League, our record against you up there is almost as good. You know, even when we were not, you know, the pre-Roman area in the 90s, we used to go up there and get results against you. So there. Anyway, yeah, all right. um, 3-0. The 3-0 in 2006. Very special because, of course, we were neck and neck in the title at the time. That was such a good yeah, season. And, uh, and we walloped you, actually. We schooled you that day. And, of course, I will always remember that for one of the best goals I've seen, actually, by a Chelsea player. That Joe Cole yeah. goal lives in my memory massively. I, I'd agree. It was, it, was, it was a really emotional day because 
the club had just been taken over by the Glazers, uh, and everyone was really? like, "Really? Yeah, yeah, it was that, 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 that." I think. Well, it was in the process of happening that the um, the McManus and and Gla- well, you know the McManus deal with the horse and all that had been sorted out, and and it was there was just this really weird feeling getting uh, about it. And United went to Chelsea, and I think all the fans in the stand in the away part all thought straight, away, "We're gone. We we've got no chance here." You know, and and well, it was we scored, a real we struggle. We scored really early, didn't we? Galas scored the first goal really. Five early minutes. On. See, you forget the battle that took place earlier that season. Was it earlier that season? With no, no. In fact, no. I'm talking about the one after with uh, the Louis Saha goal. That game at Old Trafford where it was really it was it was, it was a, I think it was some September October way, but that was such a fascinating battle because it really felt like United had tried to come back to it. Chelsea under uh, under Mourinho. And and it was just a real sort of just one on ones everywhere, you know. But that three nil, that was emotional. That was really emotional. Fancy, I might have a little cry at some point. No, please do. Yeah, Should I text. play the violin? Yes, yeah. yeah. But the thing, the thing is that I thought you were going to blunt. Chelsea, Man United, all our London derbies and all that is still a massive game. Mm. Always was a massive game when I was growing up. Chelsea Man United was the biggest game of the season. And You'd I, cram yourself in there, wouldn't you? And get down to Stamford Bridge. I remember one day when 60, I basically thought I was going to see the great George Best. Yes. And he didn't turn he, up. He was injured that no, game. No, he just didn't turn up. Alan Gowling played instead, he, and he, he was he ended up equally for, skillful. He played for Huddersfield, didn't <laughs> yeah. he? Yeah. Gowling. I was heartbroken. Did he, did, was he just a wall? Yeah, he just Bestie. went AWOL. He just he, didn't turn up. He, that just, day. he was in bed with the um, early early seventies. Uh, Miss World. He just didn't turn up. But I remember watching in the. 60s. We still lost. We lost two. What ones. are your earliest recollections of the fixture? That that is my earliest recollection of the fixture. Is we lost two one at home. Derek Smethurst scored for us, and I was just heartbroken. I I, I was, uh, and then the other sort of memorable seventies one was Bobby Charlton's last game. What um, trophy did Smethurst win? Um, Anglo Italian first South African to play for us. I don't know. Was... European Cup Winners Cup. I mean, Did he? Oh yes, he scored in the semi-final against indeed, Manchester City indeed, at home. Indeed. Um, um, uh, but yeah, and then and then Bobby Charlton's last ever game. Yeah. Yeah. Peter Osgood box. Wasn't yeah. Kneels in the goal after he sort of fumbled one in. But yeah, I, I, it's a great fixture. You know, I mean, my, I was talking to you again in the break about this, but my my first match, you know, when I moved up to London, I, I kind of worked it out. It was 1985. Um, I think it was 85, uh, and we drew 1-1 one, one or lost nothing. Maybe we lost two. We lost two, and I can't remember. This is the thing. I was talking to Kerry about it in the show we did with him on Thursday, and, and it, I just realised how appalling my memory is. But I know Joe McLaughlin scored, and I remember it being quite a miserable day. Yeah, well, I remember but that. But it's special. You're yeah. right. It's a special fixture. It really is. 63 when I first... Is that how old you are? That, uh, I'm older than that. You're not. And I am. You're not. You know I am. I can't believe it, though. Thank you. I also sang... I was the first Stamford, you know, and I sang... No, really? The, uh, I never knew that. I fact, yeah, and I sang on... Did you uh, also sing on uh, uh, that... Not uh, Blue is the Colour. You were going to say I that, was. weren't you? Yeah. No, I didn't. No, that would make me very, very old. No, <laughs> blue the, day, the, mate. Blue day. That's right. I am very old. Yeah. I would have been able I to never sing knew, on I never knew I that either. Yeah, yeah, no. No, I sang on... Um, no, I sang. I saw Chelsea play Man United in 63. It was my oh first God. game. So you were seeing Best and Law, the Holy Trinity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. completely. Wow. With joy. I just, with, it, that yeah. was... 
such an event. I tried to get George Best's autograph from a picture that, of him from uh, Football Monthly, and I failed miserably. He was well, just I, I, surrounded I by I went so to, many Do you people. remember they had... Um, uh, the five aside, Daily Express five aside, yeah. uh, at Wembley. So he basically, I walked in. I was trying to get autographs. He walked in in a sort of ankle length fur coat, Paddy Crerand, and there were a couple of others. And George Best held my program out for him to sign. Just walked straight past. <laughs> <He's rotting laughs> just, Ron Yates, pa- Paddy Crerand went. Oh, don't worry about it. Oh, he signed it, didn't he? Yeah, Paddy Crerand. Of course he did. Of course he did. We'll take a short pause. But I watched a. Uh, you know. You know. I'm into like you, getting into YouTube wormholes. You know. And I, I actually, I want to know. That. I actually decided last night. Do you know what I was going to YouTube? Old Wembley, and I started watching some documentaries. I got very emotional. Mm-hmm. Got very emotional. You know that. I'm about to get a bit emotional now as well. Right, we'll have a break. Yeah, go violin. Yeah. <laughs> the fans show on Love Sport with Seven OTB.com. Predict Seven to net a million. This is Love Sport. Ian Stone's comedy breakfast on Love Sport. Do you see those Man United fans last night? At the end of the game, these are Manchester United fans getting selfies with Lucas Moura. Yeah. You know what? If Arsenal lost to Tottenham, I ain't getting selfies with Lucas Moura. Well, you or just, any Spurs you just, player. You just wouldn't do it. Not there or then. I mean, if you're going to do it at some stage, because you, you met those players somewhere else, but you wouldn't do it at a game you've just been you humiliated in. Yeah, but then what does that tell you about the fans they're getting down there? I mean, I'm not saying all of them, because there are plenty of proper Man United fans, and they don't. I'm, listen, it's a cliche, they're all living in London, they don't. No, of course they, they don't. don't. Some of them live in Surrey. <laughs> <laughs> Weekdays from 6:30 a.m. The odds with seven best bets. Please gamble responsibly. Hi, it's Liam from sevenbestbets.com. I've got a fivefold for you today. Man City to beat Burnley, Newcastle to beat Brighton, Spurs to beat West Ham in the London Derby, Wolves to beat Watford, and Liverpool to beat Huddersfield. A tenner returns you £106.29p. and Those are the odds with sevenbestbets.com. The odds with seven best bets. Please gamble responsibly. We've all got one, and we're not afraid to put it on display. Our opinions, that is. Share yours now at Love Sport Radio on Twitter or call us 0208 70 20 558. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. Love Sport. The fan show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. Here we go. Uh, yeah, we're back, chaps. We Pochettino are. to United. I'd love to. You reckon? Lo- lo- I'd love it. I love it. You love um, it. Have we got a quiz? We got. I have done a can, quiz. Can we? Can we have? You know. You know. I've done a quiz. Can I? Can I just? Please. Can I suggest a bed, please? Echo. So, it, can we get the? You know, Hambo's theme. Let's get Hambo's theme because you'd no, love it. It won't work with this because this is a bit Trust all me. over the. It won't. Trust me. Should, it won't I, should work. I do some music for you? Oh, okay, he's got it. No, that's awful. <laughs> it's a tune. It's awful. Talk Spanish flea. Sorry. Spanish fly. Oh, I know Spanish flea is good, yeah. yeah. It sounds, da, 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 sounds like an episode of Quincy. <laughs> anyway, lose the music, Paddy. I want to kill myself. Should we have Spanish flea? No. No, we don't need music. This is going to be a musicless quiz. Yes, it's going to be a musicless quiz. Because, right, you know we've got Mickey on. About music. Yes. got Mickey Thomas coming on in about five minutes. Yes. And, of course, Mickey played for... Both Chelsea and United. Yeah. Yes, he did. Right? You know, uh, Jonathan yes. and I were talking about it earlier. Yes, he did. For only a year, 84, 85, season mm-hmm. and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he played for United between 78 and 81. And it kind of set my mind thinking. Did it? I thought, I wonder what other players 
to have both played for United and Chelsea. Oh. What an ingenious And the thought. interesting thing is, to just give you a, 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 clue, a clue, I did a bit of, you know, Wikipedia-ing on this, mm. and they only said it was 11. Mm. And they actually missed out Mickey Thomas, which mm. I thought was appalling. Fools. So I worked it out in my own head, and I got to 13. If you could do better than that, I'll, I, I, my hat is off to you. So... Give it a go, Clayton. Who else played for United and Chelsea? Can I, uh, how, how, are we, how are we doing this? Well, I've got the list here. Well, well should we have three each? Yeah, and go then on. Just, okay, so we've got Matic. Yes. Mata. Yes. Bosnich. Yes. Juan Veron. Yes. Ray Wilkins. Yes. <laughs> well, there are some that, but currently playing for United that have played for Chelsea. He's just mentioned Matic. Lukaku. Well done. Lukaku. Lukaku. Yeah. Um, Mickey Thomas is a is a given. Mickey, because we, we we know that. Done. Over to Alex you, Stepney. Yes, Jonathan. Oh, yeah. I watched him make his debut. But you are still. You are <laughs> still. I did. How many have missed? I did. Sixty-five. Uh, I watched uh, him. Four. You're four short. Still. We're four short. Uh, I know. I'm going to go out here, and this is probably. Oh, George Graham. <gasps> Wow! On fire, Clayton. That's yeah, very Clayton's brilliant. on fire. Tommy You're... Baldwin? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. It's not on Tommy my list, Doc but it's was a only the manager. Wasn't he? he was the manager. Yeah. The manager. Yeah. Mm. Clayton's on fire. Oh. Your defense is terrified. Um. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe you missing one. One of the three remaining is so obvious. I can't believe you're not. You're not getting this. And the other two, you probably might not what get. What sort of era? Well, he had a very long career. Okay, here's the clue. He's currently a Premier League manager. Mark Hughes. Very good. Leslie Mark Hughes. Leslie Mark Hughes. So you got two Paul more. Parker didn't play for Chelsea, did he? Yes, he did. Oh, Aaron. Well done. Aaron Do you know who that was? As man, oh, top man, a man on the well other side done. of the glass. <laughs> Paddy's well cheating. Done. Okay, so there's well one. Done. Yes, Clayton. <laughs> oh, very well good. Done. done. Yes. Not high five. Brilliant. Brilliant. For Clayton Simmons. So he was on the was thinking, who was who's the Irish player? Who was the Irish player? And of course, he scored against him. He kept scoring against him up there at Old Trafford. Yes. Mal Donaghy. Well done. What yeah. a great little well quiz done. that was. Yeah, wasn't it? Can we have another quiz next yeah, week? Yeah, I'm going to try and do this every week, if, I, yeah, if we can. Yeah. Let's do the same quiz every week, because we'll then get we'll get it right. <laughs> we'll get better, won't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wonder, I, I mean, I nearly phoned up Rick Glanville for a bit of cheating, to say, Rick, I've got 13 here. Are there more than that? Because I basically only went up to the 60s, because, you know, I can't remember anything before then, obviously, because yeah. I wasn't born. But I wonder if there, were, there must be more uh, Chelsea players that have played for United. So what I want to do... I'm going to set you lot out there a, a task. If you can find any other Chelsea players that play for United, bar the 13 that we talked about, phone us up next week or tweet us at Chelsea Tweet us during the week. Yeah, just let us know, man. And we'll, during we'll during the week, we'll, week. We'll, we'll set someone the challenge to write them down. Going back the Spurs players who played for Chelsea, was uh, Les Allen was one yeah. from the period yeah. back then. The Allen f- football Bobby, dynasty. Bobby Smith played for yeah. Chelsea and yeah. for Spurs. Did he? Yeah, yeah. centre forward. Yeah, we got rid of really some excellent players. Do you want to talk to Mickey Thomas? Yes. Hopefully we'll do so after the break. The Fan Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Giving your team a voice. Love Sport Radio. This is Lionel, another very happy person who saved themselves money at a spokesman said.com. I'm Lionel from Peacehaven. I took note of what the spokesman said and I saved £484 per year on my energy. I found a spokesman said was so easy to follow and it saved me £484 on my energy and I would recommend everybody does the same. A spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. 
Compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers to find out if you can save money. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. Hello, I'm Michael Parkinson. The Lost Tabloids is the UK's leading youth cricket and disability sports charity and now the official charity partner of Love Sport Radio. The charity's mission is to enhance the lives of disadvantaged and disabled young people through sport. Last year, the Lost Tabloids donated over four million quid to help young people of all backgrounds and abilities to get involved with sport. To find out more and to see how you can get involved, visit lowestabners.org. The Novotel London Blackfriars, the official hotel partner of Love Sport, located just minutes away from the city and London's famous South Bank. You can kick back and taste the flavours of the world at the Jamboree Bar and Grill and enjoy all the sights of London in style. The Novotel London Blackfriars. If you're in business, I bet you hate wasting money. We Do Taxi Tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure. Our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time. So your message has the greatest potential for making an impact. We Do Taxi Tops. Visit wedoh.com. We Do. The smarter, quicker way of advertising in London. Supporting London businesses of all sizes. Measles and whooping cough are on the rise. Vaccinations can help prevent them. Are your childs up to date? Find out more. Search NHS vaccinations. 558 AM. Love Sport. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Uh, Mickey Thomas played for uh, a few different clubs including Manchester United and Chelsea as well as Everton, Brighton and Hove Albion, Stoke City, West Bromwich Albion, Shrewsbury Town, Leeds United, Stoke City, Wrexham. He played for loads. Yeah. He didn't play for Sheffield Wednesday or Middlesbrough. They're currently at nil nil at half time in the championship. But we will get his have to say quick, quickly, Aaron, he did something very famous uh, against Sheffield Wednesday playing for Chelsea. One of the funniest stories I ever heard on the f- fan cast about an incident in the penalty area. If he's on the line and he can hear me, he'll know exactly he, what he'll I'm know, talking M- about. M- Mickey, what is Chidge talking about? Oh, well, well it was, the game was an exciting game, probably one of the best I've been involved in. It was a four-all game, but... But there was something else that happened in that game where one of their players was um, quite aggressive. My good friend, uh, Nigel Spatman, said something to him. He shouldn't have said it. Then he said something about my wife. He was right what he said. But I had to obviously uh, take action because the referee didn't hear what he said. So I uh, knocked him out. <laughs> did you remain on the pitch, Mickey? I did, yes. Thankfully, there was only one camera in those days, so I got away with it. <laughs> but Mickey, what wasn't the story that um, we started chanting your name after you'd done it and you were trying to tell everybody to shut yeah, up so well, the referee wouldn't find yeah. out? Yeah, what happened was obviously the, the, the shuffle when they played, no, I smacked him. Uh, but I was, a bit of a, I, I was I was a bit of a psychopath when I played, so they didn't come too closely. But as the referee saying that I hit him, there's eight thousand Chelsea fans behind the goal, but there's only one Mickey. Someone said, "Shut up, you haven't seen it." Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. You see, that, that's why we still love you, Mickey. After all these Thank years, you. and why we loved you Thank so you. much at the time, M- Mickey. You were in my video, in my my uh, Chelsea Blue video, the pictures that Hugh Hastings had taken. If you remember, oh, thank you. And, uh, yeah. and, and and remember, you watched. You sent me a very nice uh, email uh, thanking me, thanking you for the. Uh, um, uh, sorry, thanking me for the. Uh, what am I talking about? I'm, 
thank you. There's a song. There's a song. But anyway, but uh, uh, yeah, you sent me a very nice email um, thanking me. So, uh, but uh, yeah, just to make the connection. Oh, but you were my, that, you were one of my favourite players, and I have to ask you, why did you leave at the time? What happened? Because I, I was well, I, so I, upset. I can't tell you. I was you so were upset. upset. You're upset as well. Listen, I'm not going to give anyone. I mean, obviously John Owen's a great guy, but unfortunately, not a very good manager. <laughs> That's what we were just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said to me um, on a train round, uh, the chairman wants to see you, and I said, don't you mean the manager? Anyway, obviously, because uh, I was travelling, as I did uh, throughout my time at Chelsea with Joey Jones, the legendary Joey Jones, and he, he didn't take too kindly to it, was it to move <laughs> up, and that was impossible. So we had a little bit of a fallout, but it, he, he questioned my commitment in one game, which that you could never do, because yeah. I gave everything every game, you know, whether I had any problems, I, I was focused on every game, so that just disappointed me in, in John Holland in that respect. So the writing was on the wall, really, because he wanted to make changes, and uh, it, it was a, a big use, a disappointment to me. Oh, well, I, re- I remember a, a moment in the game once. I think it was against Oldham. It may have been. I can't remember. I can't remember really particularly the team where you you ran from player to player, and in the end fell over and headed the ball out, lying on the ground for a corner. Yeah, you, and, you know and, what? You know what? That is something that is very good in my, my memory because what happened is that Ken Bates put something into the program the week after. I mean, because I've never seen a player put his head <laughs> into a tackle before. In my life. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I look like this now. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant stuff, Mickey. We, we we should talk about you know the game coming up tomorrow. We've been rabbiting on about it uh, since seven o'clock. Really having a great time talking about it. Really, because of course Aaron, the presenter, is a United fan. So there's three three Chelsea against one United. But maybe we'll talk about that later as well. But first up, I mean, you know, what do you think's gone wrong with United this season? Because I mean, obviously at, at Chelsea, you know, we saw what happened with Mourinho in 2015. Do you think something similar is going on there? Well, I think what happened is he took over after two previous managers have been installed, and I think there's a lot of dead wood there mm. that I think he's trying to get rid of. Uh, but as you know, in the modern game, with a vast amount of run, it's difficult to, to you know to offload them. Um, they need, they need consistency. You know, they've conceded 14 goals so far this season, which is not good if you want to get in that top four. Um, I just think he hasn't got the balance yet. You know, he, he's trying to get it right. He, he's, after, he's after one or two more players, I believe, uh, in the January window. Um, but you know him. I know him as much as you do. He has that pedigree. He knows how to get results. Sometimes he's not pleasing to the eye, but, you know, his, his style of, of play that he wants to get trophies, and it, it's in a way that is not really expansive football to, to watch and that well, you have to go along with it mm. and I mean you know talking about the match specifically uh, we, we, we can't yeah. figure out what's going to happen at all here but there's a suspicion from us all that we, that he might turn <laughs> I mean he's de- he's got to be desperate not to lose so I, I, I think that means he's probably going to part the bus do you think that might happen? Well, well I, I think he will play conservative mm. I, I think you're right I think um, what you just said is correct he wouldn't want to go to Stamford Bridge and come away with a severe beating um, he had a good result last week or the week before I should say against Newcastle in the second half a magnificent performance is that the, the game for me that might change their fortune but unfortunately these two games they've got Chelsea undefeated and Juventus on Tuesday in the Champions yeah. League they are two monster Tough. games as, uh, uh, obviously for the manager Marino mm. Clayton yeah I'm, I'm- I'm sort of, I don't know what it is, I, I'm a typical football fan, we have been, had a brilliant season, Man United have not had a great season, 
I, I'm really nervous about tomorrow. <laughs> I, I think that um, um, I, it's always when you're looking at your own club. I, mm. w- where do you think Man United can actually hurt Chelsea tomorrow? Well, what happens is, you know, from being a former player, when you play a side like Chelsea in the form they're in, undefeated, you know, and Chelsea have got an incredible record against Manchester United in the Premier League. It's not a good one. But when you have a man who's been hammered in the last few months about the what his style, whatever play, he's not the man he was, you know, he's a type of manager that could derail Chelsea tomorrow because he has that experience in big game situations. And you said, guys, before, he probably will play a very conservative game. He'll be very cautious about how Chelsea play. It'll be obviously scrutinising their danger and hazard is the main man, of course. But I think this game might lift, this game might lift United to a different level, you know, in terms of performance-wise. And that is always a danger that that might happen for Chelsea tomorrow, that United might just turn up for this particular game. Do you, I mean, in terms of uh, United players, has there been anybody this season that's impressed you? Well, it's been difficult because it has been inconsistent. There's no consistency at the moment. And, you know, the results haven't been great. You know, they, they've lost, obviously, games which they should have won against mediocre teams. But that has been a major problem. And as I said before, and I'll emphasise it, this game tomorrow might be another game that might give United the lift they need. They need to get some momentum. This game would be a massive result in terms of winning it. But I think majority of people in this game and in the world of football would say a draw is a strong possibility. Mm. Do you think he might get the sack if uh, if it's a if it's a comprehensive defeat for United? Well, I think there's been speculation in the last few weeks and heavy speculation that he could be leaving. But, you know, you know as much as I do, guys, you know, you judge on results. The modern game now, you haven't got time. You have to, you know, perform and you have to win matches on a regular basis. So he knows he's in charge of one of the biggest clubs in the world. You're not winning football games. He comes on the radar. And uh, as I said, he's a man that knows that. And I'm sure he's going to try and correct that. And no better way maybe to do it at Stamford Bridge is old uh, team Chelsea. Mm. So, Mickey, I, I ask you this every time I've seen you down at the bridge when you've come to the CFC UK stall and Kelvin's been around. Are you Chelsea yeah. tomorrow or are you United? Well, uh, you know what? I, I thought this question might come. Uh, you know, <laughs> tread, tread carefully, well, Mickey. I've got a dump this, button. This, this <laughs> how I, so I will answer it for you. As you know, you've had many players over the years. Yeah. One thing when I put that Chelsea shirt on, I gave everything. And the same as when I play for every yeah, club. Yeah. And, you know, whether I work for Manchester United and that, you know, it, it's the, the, the situation with me now is I would have to say it's a draw to, to keep <laughs> everyone happy. Uh, and, and that is probably if United comes to the, to the to field of play tomorrow with a game plan, as you quite rightly said, Mourinho will have that game plan. If it can work, they'll get a result. I wouldn't say they can win this game. It would be a big ask. All right. Chelsea... Our favourite. So, so what are you going to go for? Who's going to win? Or is it going to be a draw, or do you think it's going to be United or Chelsea win, Mickey? Well, United need to get something out of the game, and, I, and as you said at the start, of this uh, sort of conversation is that he will come. I would think very defensive-minded. I don't think he'll play an open game. I, I think Chelsea, you know, uh, Barkley's just coming into type of form now, which is good for them, and has it is a match winner. So they can really. I think stifle him, they have a chance of getting the result.
Brilliant. Brilliant stuff. Mickey, thank you very much for joining us, pal. You've got to come down and uh, and join us in studio. It'd be great to uh, reminisce on yeah, some great. Thank you, Mickey. Cheers, Mickey. <laughs> thank you very much, well Mickey done, Thomas. Uh, former uh, legend. For, for, well, legend. Yeah, he is. United Chelsea Clubs. We love him still. Yeah. Wonderful. Top, yeah. top Wonderful man. Player. Thank you very much for joining us, chaps. Let's summarise because it's the big one tomorrow. How do you see it going down? Hmm. I, 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 I've been asked this all week. I don't know. I mean, we could thump you four nil quite easily. It can if, easily be nil nil. If if you play like you did against Newcastle in the first half, we will rip you apart and open you up like a can of beans, like a kipper. If you play like you did against Newcastle in the second half, you could draw or open us up like a can of beans. So I don't know. I think oh, the sensible part of my head says it'll be a draw. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I think it'll be a draw. I don't. I think we'll win 4 0. Yes. Good man, JK. Fueled by Heron on toast. Yes. I mean, you know. Touch I'll, off. I'll, and what do you think, <laughs> Aaron? Yeah, what do you think, Aaron? Yeah. Aaron? What do you think, Aaron? <laughs> Aaron, what do you <laughs> think? What do you think? <laughs> <sighs> this is so hard. I don't know. Yeah, I see. That's the problem. How can you come off the back of you know that Newcastle game? It's the worst time to come off the back of that Newcastle game because what you'd want off the back of that is another game so you can whack straight straight in with a bit of impetus, a bit of force. You want to play uh, Cardiff, don't you? Really? Yeah, and lose one nil. (laughs) (laughs) But again, I'm I'm going. I bet Stone Roses just to see it out. Lovely. Um, Right, I'm going with you guys. We're either going to get tonked. Yeah. And or, or we're going to draw nil nil. And the, th- the funny thing is, every time I've said we're going to get tonked, we've got tonked. Yeah. And and the worrying thing is, I can see it coming tomorrow. So Let's get... hope so. Yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm really scared. I'm after a tonking. Oh, I love a bit of a tonking. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We all like a tonking, don't we? We'll have yeah. the. I'm, I'm looking forward to the review next week, chaps. Thank you very yeah, much. It's been an mate. absolute pleasure. pleasure. Cheers, this is Last Radio. Take. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Love Sport, 558 AM. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.